Groove Cafe. It is the Groove Cafe right here on RX Radio. Thank you for joining us. I look forward to these conversations and just hearing about people's journeys and what they're passionate about. Today, I have Joyce Bagala Twatwa, who is a Ugandan journalist and politician. Um, she's currently serving as a women's MP for Mitiana District, and that is for the term 2021 to 2026. Welcome, Joyce. It's good to see you. How are you? Thank you so much, Crystal. Very good to be with you. Mm-hmm. It's been a very long time. It has mm-hmm. been a long time. I hope you've been well. I, I can, can see. I can see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look who's talking <laughs> with your beautiful skin. Oh, Still you. just as beautiful. Um, yes, we do really go back uh, working in the media together. Um, a lot of people now who see you as a politician, uh, they do not know that you have all this you know, experience in media back in the day, right? I know. Of course, some of them know. Some mm-hmm. of them uh, used to listen to me. Mm-hmm. Some of them have used to watch watching. you on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But some of them don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so when did media come knocking for you? When was that? Well, um, so many years back. I remember that time I was still going to school at Umkat School of Journalism and Mass Communication. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started actually working when I was still going to school mm-hmm. at um, Beat FM when mm-hmm. it was still English uh, before it was bought by Capital. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at that point, I had a friend who was related to MD. Okay. So he told me they were starting a radio station mm-hmm. and I was out of the country at that point uh, on a study trip to Nairobi. Okay. So my aunt called me and said, your friends keep calling. I don't know why they are calling, but they really keep calling. So you better get in touch with them. So when I got in touch, he told me, oh, you know, they are actually writing people who are going to work on radio. Mm. Would you be interested? I said, oh, yeah. Would be interested. So at that point, you were studying journalism. Yeah, that point I was. Studying were you journalism. thinking radio or television at that point? At that point, I hadn't really decided, mm-hmm. but I can say I, um, I was thinking writing. Okay. I never got to write. By the oh. way, I never got to write for print. So you're looking at working in print. Yeah, that's what at I that thought. Point. At that point, okay. yes. Mm-hmm. So I returned, and uh, I found a long, long line mm. of people who wanted. Uh, to work at the radio station. Okay. So in my mind, I said, ah, since me, I'm still going to school. I really don't need a lot of money. I uh, Maybe I should leave these people to get the job. But there were very many. Okay. So, but because I had uh, a friend there, so he was waiting for me. Mm-hmm. And I even told him, Kato, you see, there's so many people there waiting. And you see me, I'm still going to school. Okay. I can as well just leave them. Look at you. You're like, let me give this opportunity yes. to someone else. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh-huh. So I went and I did a voice test mm-hmm. just for the sake. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was Joel Isavide. Yes. And he said, you know what? This girl has a very good voice. Mm. We cannot miss her. So okay. That's how. I got the job when I was still going to school. So I'd go to school and then come to work. All right. Yes. So you are one of the few who worked and studied at the same time. Yes, but it was short-lived. Mm-hmm. It was very short-lived. So you were wrapping up at that point? No, not really. But uh, along the way, I got pregnant. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when I got pregnant, my boyfriend told me, you know, you cannot work. And, you know, I got pregnant and I was going to school and I was very afraid. Mm. So I ran away from home. 
Oh. So I went to stay with my boyfriend. Okay. How uh, old were you at that point? I was 20. I think I was 20, 21. Uh-huh. I was around 20. Yeah, I was very young. I was in below 18, but mm-hmm. I was young. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think I was 20. And <laughs> now you're looking back, you're like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, maybe 19 or 20, but I was still young yeah, and you was going and, to school mm-hmm. and it wasn't really good. So I had to run away from home. Okay. I just, I didn't even w- pick a lot of things. Did your parents know that you were no, pregnant? No, they didn't. Oh. I used to stay with my, uh, my aunt, uh, okay. my, my mom's young sister, because my mom had died a very long time ago. Mm-hmm. So she took me on. Mm-hmm. So I just woke up in the morning and went to school. And I never returned. And I never said anything. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. So, Turning point in your life. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I went to stay with my boyfriend. And at some point he told me, no, you should stop working. So I even stopped working. Just like that. What? Yes. Just like that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think I worked there a few months. I, I remember there was Angela Karule. There was Hadija Manje. There was mm-hmm. Hakim. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are the people I remember at that point. Okay. And Angela was very good to me, very protective. Yeah. Before I gave birth, I called one of my uncles shortly before I gave birth. Mm-hmm. And I was crying. I was telling him, you know, uncle, I am tired. I don't want to be here. I said, where are you? I they said, didn't know where you were. They didn't. Uh-huh. I said, I'm in Machine. I said, what are you doing there? We've been looking for you. So told me, you stay where you are. I'm going to send someone to come and pick you. Mm-hmm. So he sent someone with a car to come and pick me. Mm-hmm. And that's how I left my boyfriend to go home. <laughs> so your boyfriend was not being good to you? Yes, at that point. Mm-hmm. I think because we're both young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went home. They took care of me. I gave birth. And eventually he came. He came. He apologized. Then he traditionally visited, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and we later had another child. So. Okay. We settled everything. Okay. Yeah. I think we're still young at that point. No, you tried to jump into like big people's things. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just like that. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. So after giving birth to my first girl, uh, I went to Masaka. Mm-hmm. Remember, I had not completed school. Yes. But I needed to work. So because you left now, school, you left the job, you yes. had your baby. Yes. Mm-hmm. So my best friend, Rose, she can works for the New Vision Group. So she told me, you know, Joyce, you need to work. Mm-hmm. You need to work for the baby. You know, you need to go back to school. At that point, my aunt had even forgiven me. She was, she was really cool. Mm-hmm. She's dead now, but she was really cool. Mm-hmm. So I went and worked for Woodo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Woodo FM. Yes. Uh, for a year. Okay. And um, one time, I think this is a second time, second or third, that I'm telling a story, how I left Budu to mm-hmm. come and work for Sanyo. Yes. I went and I said I wanted a salary increment. Okay. And they told me, you at your age, how old are you? <laughs> yes. They asked me how old I was. And really, really made me angry. I was very hurt, by yes. the way. In my mind, I was like, how do you ask me about age when it comes to salary increment? It's about what I'm doing. Please note, Crystal, that at at that time, I used to do sports. I used to do news. I used to report. I used to do a show. I used to do so many things. Wow. Yes. Okay. And then here is someone who is 
um, telling me I'm very young and therefore overambitious. That's what they told me. So you should just be happy with whatever they give you. Yeah, because they told me, you look, this one is 60 years, this one is 50, this one is 40 something. Look at you. You're overambitious. You know, we're going to start another radio station and we would like you to work at a radio station and then we'll give you an increment at that point. So that would be more work on top of what all the things you're already doing. So I was really, really hard. Mm -hmm. So I went and I asked for leave. When I asked for leave, they were quick to give it to me because in the thinking of my boss then, mm. uh, it would help me to cool off and relax. So they gave me the leave immediately. Mm-hmm. That day when I left Masaka to mm-hmm. come for leave, because I was coming to even check on my kid and everything. So I was going to Mutungo, straight mm-hmm. from Masaka. I was going to Mutungo to see a friend of mine called Eve. Mm-hmm. And you know that... Uh, I don't know how it's called. The the road as you come from an old park to Nakasero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. There's a road coming from Radio 1. Yes, that, that little one. Mm-hmm. That li- yeah, yeah. That's where I found Angela. I, really, I was in a taxi and she was in a car. And she's like, where Joyce? You girl, how are you? How have you been? You're so lost. <laughs> so she told me, jump out of a taxi. Uh-huh. So I came out of a taxi to say hello to her. And I told her, Angela, I don't, I, I don't have money. So she paid the taxi guy mm. because I didn't have the money to pay the taxi guy and then pay again in another taxi. What? Yes. Okay. So she told me, no, it's okay. She paid the taxi guy, mm-hmm. and uh, she's like, Oh, kolachi, So I told her, masaka, masaka. What do you do in masaka? Mm. So I told her I work there. Said, huh? So what happened? Because I had told her that I was pregnant. Okay. So she told me, did you give birth? I said, yes, I did. Where is the child? And you know, we talked a lot about the child. And then she told me, you come and work at Sanyu. I said, Sanyu, who will they give me? <laughs> yeah, that's what I told her. Uh-huh. I said, let me call uh, someone. Because actually, I think they're doing interviews. Mm. I said, interviews for news anchors. I said, are you sure? Yes. She calls Linda. Mm. Linda was the editor then. So Linda says, huh, Angela, we're almost done. I really don't think. But anyway, let her come and do a voice test. Mm-hmm. So that's when I uh, went to Sanyu, did the voice uh, test. And they told me, oh, you can't come for a second interview. Mm-hmm. So after the second interview, my leave had now elapsed. I had to go back to Masaka to work. Mm-hmm. So I had to come back the third time for a third interview, the final one. Okay, at Sanyu. Mm-hmm. Yes, at Sanyu. So I had to lie. I don't know what I lied, but I, I must have told a certain lie to come. So I came and I did the interview and I got the job. All right. You can't imagine the joy. Mm-hmm. So when I went back, I knew when I was leaving. Remember, I didn't have a contract. So because I didn't have a contract, anyone would leave any time because all of us didn't have contracts. Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. okay. So timing. Eh? Timing yeah. is everything. Yes. So I wrote my resignation properly, but I worked. I worked from morning. In fact, there was someone who was not there at about 3 p.m. I had to wait until 3. I worked for her and uh, gave out my resignation uh, letters, even copies to different people. And my boss then called me and said, Joyce, you're still very young. Don't be so angry. Where are you going to go? There are no jobs. You see people unemployed. Don't go out of anger. And as they are quiet until I told him, you know what? I have a job. Mm-hmm. Said, you have a job? I said, yeah. I'm going to work. I said, really? Where? I said, Sanyu, I think you could not believe. <laughs> so I said, oh, okay. And then 
my boss, the owner of the radio, started to call. They made so many calls for me to stay. At that point, I could not stay because yes. I had really asked. And you had decided in your yeah. heart. Sometimes when you decide, that's it. Yeah, but it was a beautiful thing. One of my best moments mm-hmm. because when I left that evening, there was a meeting, a general meeting, mm. and everyone got a contract. Okay. And people's salaries were increased. Oh. Yes, and I really every time I think about it, it makes me proud. Yes. Yes, so that's how I moved to Sanyu. Mm-hmm. And uh, I worked with you. Mm-hmm. Very beautiful human. Oh. Yes. And uh, of course, everyone else. I, I always tell people, everyone that I worked with at Sanyu was really a good person. So until I left and went to Radio 1. Mm-hmm. And at Radio 1, that's when I switched from English to Luganda. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because someone died... And uh, we didn't have anyone else to do Luganda. Mm-hmm. And they were asking... Is was it very different? Uh, Luganda... For you? Mm-hmm. For me? Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, uh, the people that I went with to school, they couldn't believe that I, I could switch from English to Luganda. Because from school, I studied English and everyone was like, oh, will she manage Luganda? And I ended up doing so well in Luganda. Isn't it interesting what people's opinions are? Yeah. And I was just thinking about the person who was saying, oh, you're so young, people don't have jobs. Yeah. There are people who will try to shrink you exactly. and to keep you small. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But you do not, you don't, I'm one of those people who do not accept that. Mm. And I'm glad I have had God's favor. I am a hard worker, but I also have had God's favor mm-hmm. along the journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So from Radio 1, I know that you went on to TV. When did you start doing TV? Oh, TV. I started doing TV in um, 2016. Mm-hmm. Remember at Radio 1, uh, I, I joined politics. Mm-hmm. I went to contest mm-hmm. in 2016 general elections and I lost. Okay. So when I lost, remember when I was leaving Radio 1 to go into politics, mm-hmm. uh, Mrs. Maria Chiwanoka had told who was the GM, yes. who is still the GM. She called me and said, Joyce, you're still young. Politics is very stressful. La, 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 la. She tried, Bambi. She really tried. But in my heart, I had already made up my mind that mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. <laughs> and there was no way I was going to bring myself to tell her that, you know what, I am leaving. Mm. She left me anyway, and I went. So I didn't even write a formal resignation. Yes. But I said bye. Mm-hmm. So when I went and I contested and I lost... I didn't have a job, mm-hmm. but I was not worried. By the way, I wasn't worried. I was not, I don't know. I was thinking that something will come. So I decided to rest a bit. Mm-hmm. So one day I just, I had gone to check on um, the people at Radio 1. We have a very strong relationship with them. So I went, it was a Wednesday, I remember. And while I was there, Michael Chigozi, who is a sports journalist, mm-hmm. he brought the phone to me and said, someone wants to talk to you. I said, someone, who? How did they know that I'm going to be here? <laughs> so, I uh, yeah, I got the phone and it was Solomon Saranja on phone. Mm-hmm. So I said, oh, hi, Joyce. Hi, how are you? How have you been? I'm good. Elections. Have you rested enough? I said, yeah, I have rested. Um, so I said, um, my boss would want for you to be our face of um, evening news. I said, your boss? Yeah, you see, I left NTV. I'm at NBS. I said, mm-hmm. oh. I said, so who is your boss? I said, Ken Carissa. Yes. I said, well, I don't know him, but uh, Solomon, you know who I am. You know how I am. I am a bit laid back. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would love to be on TV. 
Yes. So you didn't see yourself. Yeah, I didn't see myself working on TV. At that point, I didn't. Okay. So I told him I really enjoy my life on radio. Mm-hmm. I um, I enjoy keeping my hair the way I keep it. I put a cape. I put on my jeans. <laughs> so I am comfortable um, like that. Said no, but you can try it. Mm-hmm. I said okay. Let me think about it. All right. So when I got off the phone, I spoke to a friend of mine, Lillian Keno. Mm-hmm. So I told Keno, you know what? They've called me at NBS. They want me to read news. And Keno was so excited. Said, you, you're going to do this. You know, your face, man, your what? Oh. I said, Keno. <laughs> so I called Rose now. Uh-huh. I said, Rose, is this? I said, I think it's a very good thing. Eh. I said, okay. All right. So we made plans and I went there. And uh, that's how I went on TV. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't want to tell you the experience of the first day on TV. <laughs> was very interesting. Uh, it went well, uh-huh. but um, you know, you're not used to TV. Mm-hmm. You're not used to cameras. So they would would like come back from my new story mm-hmm. and I'm looking in a different camera. <laughs> <and I'm, laughs> but that's part of it. That's yes. part of the learning process. So, it was very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, it's um, it's been one of my best experiences. I have got so many relations because of TV. Mm-hmm. It was a little stressful, hectic, mm-hmm. but uh, it was worth it. And it was a platform that also allowed you to be seen. Too much. Yes, mm-hmm. it was worth it. Okay. When you tried politics in 2016 mm-hmm. and uh, Maria tried to tell you, you know, you're still young. Yes. I think she was trying to tell you maybe you were not ready. Exactly. Looking back now, do you think she was right? Um, yes, she might have been right. But it's also a good thing that I went in there mm-hmm. because I got a lot of experience that helped me in 2021 to win. Uh-huh. Please note, I didn't tell you that um, shortly after I went to NBS, mm-hmm. Mrs. Maria called me and uh, she was like, she was wondering if I was coming back to, to Radio 1. Yeah, and I had to go back to Radio 1. Okay. Yeah, so at first I used to work at Radio 1 and NBS mm-hmm. until I became the head of news yes. and the work was the workload was really huge so I had to uh, you had to make the decision the decision leave. to stay with NBS okay yeah all right I feel like you know when you go into politics mm-hmm. it is a calling because it's all about service yes and for many people it starts very young mm. were you in leadership positions when you were growing up in school or? yeah in school yes I used to be a prefect but also um, this is what I can say because I am an orphan mm-hmm. when I was growing up I used to think and actually imagine that um, I would make a lot of money and look after orphans that's what I grew up thinking mm. yes okay. I wanted very much to look after orphans even when I was at Radio 1 I used not to get a lot of money but I would take care of uh, a few orphans mm. even now mm. and when I do that I don't say so in politics, most of the things that you do, you have to be in news. You have to say, oh, I did this. I gave out this. Da, 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 da. Yeah, most people stand on the biggest platform to exactly. say, I am doing this. Yeah, and many of my coordinators, they feel so bad about that. They oh, that, that you me, like to keep it quiet. Yes, but because I've gone through the experience of an orphan mm. and I've been very much loved and cared for, mm. I would like to um, care for people the same way, but not to take advantage of that care. So when I am 
um, helping orphans, I I do not publicize it. Mm. Yes, that's beautiful. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you're just focused on helping others, exactly, yeah. and not on on. Hey, my, I, I, give me my flowers. Exactly. Oh, I've me. done this, or it's like. You know, when politicians are doing that, it's some sort of accountability. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to account to anyone when it comes to orphans. Mm. Yes, I don't want to. I am. Is it also because you want to give them their privacy and their dignity? As Very well? much so. Okay. Very much so. All right. Yeah. Okay. So now you are serving as woman MP. Yeah. Um, what is the experience like? Because once you're you're trying to get into it, I can imagine it. The, the experience of being in it mm. and actually serving mm. and actually being an MP is very mm. different. How how is it for you? It's actually very different. Mm. Um, I I can say it's a mixture, a mixture of uh, feelings. Mm. First of all, when you go into campaigns and you win an election, mm. you're happy. Mm-hmm. And remember, for me as a person. I won the election and then we went to court. Yes. For a full year, I was stressed in court mm-hmm. and I won the court case. Mm-hmm. So it gives me a lot of happiness, but I have been challenged a lot because of the love that people have shown me in Mitiana, mm-hmm. but also in Uganda. Mm-hmm. When you look at um, social media, the kind of things that people say about me, the reaction of people to my victory, mm. It's very challenging. Mm. It's very humbling, but very challenging. For you to work so hard to not disappoint people is such a challenge. It's Mm. a huge, huge challenge. Huge responsibility. Exactly. I appreciate the favor from God. The favor to be loved is very unique. Mm. I really appreciate it. But it comes with a lot of fear if you won't disappoint people. (laughs) Now, being the MP... Like I told you, you become happy, you become excited because you've won an election. Mm. But there's a huge responsibility. The work needs to begin. Exactly. Mm. Now, in Uganda's economic times, times are really hard, Krista. Yes. Very hard. If you go to our villages in Mitiana, if you go to Kalangalo, you go to Chikandwa, you go to Namutamba, you go to Wasuju, everywhere, people are poor. Mm. But also the climate change issues... There's a lot of heat. So you expect that in the near future, there's going to be hunger in the country, not only in Mitiana, in the country. We are actually having people now. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And you see, the expectations of people is that the member parliament has all the capacity to help them. Unfortunately, it's not the case. No, it can't be. And you cannot even convince them. There's no way you can explain to them. When people do not have fees... A mother will come to you. They're a single mother. They're a divorced mother. They're an HIV positive mother. And they really want their child to go to school. And you see, you're looking after so many other children. Yes. And you do not know how to tell this mother that you see, I really can't take on more children for now. Mm. So it is, uh, it is a good experience. To care for other people is beautiful. But then there are times when you're unable to care for some. Mm-hmm. And it's very hurting. Sometimes when I go home to sleep and I know there's someone who's probably not been able to be helped, it really disturbs me. It does disturb me a lot. Yes. The two things that affect me a lot, one of them is funny. 
one of them is that which I've told you. Yes. When I see someone who is in a very bad situation and I can't help, mm-hmm. it hurts me so bad. Yes. The other is seeing those like cows on a on a truck tied in a certain way. The way they are transported. Exactly. Huh? There's that kind of pain that I get in my heart. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. It's quite funny, but it is. Those two things they really affect me. So being an MP is um quite interesting uh, but also very challenging. Mm. Yeah. Then um is it also rewarding though? Rewarding? Or, or yes. is it still early days? No, 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 no. Sometimes it is rewarding. But you know how we how we measure reward mm-hmm. is different. Okay. Uh just um a few days back, about 2-3 days back, there's someone who called me. I am I am born in Mitiana in a parish called Nachibanga. Mm. So in Nachibanga parish there's a village called Botebi. Uh, one of my people called me and said there's someone who had lost a child. I wasn't able to go for burial, mm. but I sent there a, a very little amount of money mm-hmm. to help them. Yes. Very little compared to many times when I would give uh, like a small amount of money. And this guy called me mm-hmm. to tell me honorable for me that's so rewarding mm, yes. yeah I felt very touched mm. I, I give out money to so many people I care for so many people not many people call me back to express gratitude yes this person had lost a child and I simply sent condolence fee mm. this person called me to simply say thank you and it really touched my heart mm. so the reward may not be in what you gain financially but if you have touched someone's life yes. and that person recognizes your effort in touching their lives for me that's the reward yeah oh wow that's beautiful yeah, <laughs> yeah. so much has happened uh, over the last few years mm. and it's amazing listening to you talking about again I said timing it seems to be for you timing is everything yeah. and God's grace as yeah, well grace. Um, as a mother as mm. a mother now because um, you said sometimes when you hear from single mothers yeah. uh, you know there are many things that you can relate to mm. raising our children mm. in these times mm. because I like to talk about parenting yes. always before yes. we wrap up yeah. um, where do you think we're like going wrong in terms of raising children in actually, the world today Krista I don't know why you actually had to wrap up with that mm-hmm. because when I was leaving the house to come here mm-hmm. I was talking to my daughter okay. and I was very mad at her okay. because she was still in her room Mm-hmm. Uh, she got her holidays just a few days back and um, she only knocked to say good morning Okay. and she went back to her room Ah. so when I was leaving I was asking where is Sheila and they told me she must be in her room mm. I told her so many things some of them I normally don't want to tell her but you see us the African mothers <laughs> we say all the things <laughs> yes. I even told her that Sheila I'm going to die one day and you remember these things that I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. You cannot just sleep. How do you sleep almost half of the day? Thank you. How? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I told her, you know, I never slept. I would work. And you need to work as well. Mm-hmm. Even if I give her everything that I've worked for, if she doesn't know how to work, she won't maintain Absolutely. the thing. You see? Mm-hmm. So where do we go wrong? I think we love our children too much. 
I to agree. guide them the I right agree. way. Mm-hmm. I can tell you. You need to still push them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I learned what to do with them to give them uh, roles that are related to how they are, how strong they are, their age. Mm-hmm. And for them to be independent. Because at first I used to say, no, I'll never take Shannon to a boarding school. I can't. You see, he has to be with mommy. Mm-hmm. But then when I was campaigning, he wasn't with mommy. Yeah. After that, I said, ah, <laughs> no, he wasn't with me in campaigns. So he can actually be at school. And I keep communicating at school. Mm-hmm. He needs to mm-hmm. be independent to understand that at some point, mama may not be around. Yeah. And I need to leave. But um, our parents, Crystal, were more serious. Mm-hmm. More serious than we are. Oh, yeah. We are not as serious as our parents. They were very tough. They're like, ha, you yeah. have to make your own money. I tough was working love. from the time I was 15. Thank you. I tough mean, love. Yeah, your parents may have money, but it's yeah. not yours. It's not yours. Mm. And we need to teach our children that this money is ours to also enjoy mm-hmm. because we work for it. Yeah. So as we enjoy, they should understand that for them to enjoy theirs, they need to work for <laughs> it. But also to have responsibility. Yeah. The issues to do with the phone... The COVID-19 brought us a real huge problem. Because for me, at first, I never used to... I, I, I never intended to give my children phones at a mm-hmm. certain age. Oh, but because yeah. of COVID, there's no option. And now they're used to it. Yeah. But I tell them, when I am at home, I rush on the time they watch TV. Yeah. And I rush on the time they're on phones. Mm-hmm. Because it is such a problem. Now I am here with you, Crystal. Our kids are not with us. Yes. Mine, one of them is at home. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she is watching on TV or on phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how would you control that much information that she's taking in? Mm. It's a huge problem. Technology it is, a is a challenge. Problem, but also the too much love. I think we do not know how to love. Our parents knew how to love. Mm. They would take us to school. They would give us food. But you had to work. Mm. You had to be serious. You had to look to the future. There's no way your parent was going to work for you for everything. Yes. But what we are doing now, we want to work for everything. Oh, my child, you see, I'm building this for my child, you see, for my (laughs) child, you see. And, you know, I have a group of friends. We sit and we're like, but you people, what are we doing? (laughs) Our parents never built things to say this is for this one, this is for this one. We have grown up and we've managed life. Haven't we? We have. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think we need a lot of work to bring our children, to bring them up in a better way. Thank you for that. That's a, a reminder. And it's so true. Yeah. It's so true. Mm. You're working for your children. Yeah. But then how will your children manage when you're gone? Exactly. Because we will be gone. We will be gone. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not gone, you'll grow old. Mm-hmm. So how are they going to manage our estates? Assuming you'd, you've not even died. Mm. You're there. You worked for this money, you worked for these properties, and they can't manage them. And yeah. you look at them. That is even hurt, very uh, hurting. You mm-hmm. would rather maybe die, and you're not there. You cannot see how they are mismanaging <laughs> the whole thing. I'm telling you. <laughs> but looking at them, mismanaging what you manage to do mm-hmm. is very hurting. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you for that, mm-hmm. Honorable. Such a pleasure having you on the show. Thank and, you so much, Krista. And catching up oh, and yeah. hearing your wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, all the best. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> and you know, I agree with you. I, when you talked about the cows on the truck. Yeah. I actually, I'm like, yes, you look at them and you're like, my goodness. I'm Isn't telling there you. a better way? Mm. Isn't there a better way? It really affects me. <laughs> when I find them, I actually look the other, because I don't want to look at them. Mm-hmm. Because I know it's going to affect me the next like a full week. I'm thinking, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you're hot. <laughs> you have a soft heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I do. But thank you for joining me. Such a pleasure chatting with you. You're welcome. Yeah. Groove Cafe. Radio.